ಗಣಪತಿಗುಂಭವಾಮಹೆ ಕವಿಂಕವೀನಾಮುಪಮಶ್ರವಸ್ತಮ ಜ್ಯೇಷ್ಠರಾಜಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣಸ್ಪತ ಆನಶೃನ್ವನ್ನೂತಿಭಿಸ್ಸೀದಸಾಧನ ಓಂ ಮಹಾಗಣಪತೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಭದ್ರಂಕರ್ಣೇಭಿಶೃಣುಯಾಮದೇವಾ ಭದ್ರಂ ಪಶ್ಯೇಮಾಕ್ಷಭಿರ್ಯಜತ್ರಾ ಸ್ಥಿರೈರಂಗೈಸ್ತುಷ್ಟುವಾಗುಂಸ್ತನೂಭಿ ವ್ಯಶೇಮದೇವಹಿತಯದಾಯು ಸ್ವಸ್ತಿ ನ ಇಂದ್ರೋ ವೃದ್ಧಶ್ರವಾ ಸ್ವಸ್ತಿ ನ ಪೂಷಾ ವಿಶ್ವೇದಾ ಸ್ವಸ್ತಿ ನಸ್ತಾರ್ಕ್ಷ್ಯೋ ಅರಿಷ್ಟನೇಮಿ ಸ್ವಸ್ತಿ ನೋ ಬೃಹಸ್ಪತಿರ್ದಾತು ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಓಂ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಗಣಪತೇವ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷಂತಮಸಿ ಕೇವಲಂಕರ್ತಾಸಿಂಧರ್ತಾಸಿಂಖಲ್ವಿಧ್ರಹ್ಮಸಿ ಮಂಗಳವಾಚಿ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ Pratika for Ganesha. It's a sound symbol or it is a word which is indicating Ganesha both as Param Brahma because Om itself is the word which really indicates to us this Param Brahma or Brahman as Jagatkaranam, Ishwara or some people say om can be used to mean both sagunam brahma and nirgunam brahma like that also it is said but brahman the all knowing all pervasive all powerful like that everything all so this om denotes that brahman and ganesha is omkara swarupa Ganesha has always been looked upon as the one who symbol who symbolizes omkara or who is a manifestation of omkara that we even saw i showed you even a, a diagram a figure where how ganesha's body itself this omkara we can see correct if you particularly if you see it in a side angle with the ear Uh, of the elephant face etc so ganesha has always been looked upon as omkara swarupa that's why this om it starts with om the upanishad itself and namaha to this ganesha who is ganapati so gana means a samuha a community a group so here gana community of whom means all the devas we can say all the devas or even some people say even 
Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva are also Gana only or Ganapati. That way also those who are uh, Ganapati Bhaktas or Ganapatyam like this, we have uh, in the Shanmatha, uh, this Ganapatyam is also one of the Shanmatha. So those who take Ganapati as their Ishta Devata, for them Ganapati is every, everything and Ganapati is the leader or the Lord of all the Devas including Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva. So that's how they look at Ganapati. We already saw different stories of how Ganapati came into being and how Ganapati had this elephant head, correct? Now that is also important in one context, that's what we are going to see now. So after offering salutations to Ganapati, the Upanishad says, Tvameva Pratyakshantatvamasi. So Tvameva, you are the one Okay, who is Pratyaksham Tattvamasi. So Pratyaksham, Prati Aksham, like that we can see. Aksha means actually eyes, but here it can be taken as any sense organ. So you are the one who is impelling all these sense organs. And mind also we have to include and making all these sense organs and minds act in a way they are acting, right? They are all aware, they are sentient. The very sentiency of our sense organs and mind is from whom? That you are, Tattvamasi. You are that Chaitanya, that consciousness which is manifest in all the sense organs and mind and makes them sentient and also makes them go towards their object, their pravritti, nivritti, everything is known. Only the consciousness knows whether a sense organ is really working or not, correct? See, that is why it is a certain ignorance only, correct? When we identify ourselves with our sense organs, and say that I am deaf, I am blind and all that. It's not you are blind. You are the one who knows that the sense organ is not working or whether it works. You are that consciousness which knows, which is always knowing only, correct? The consciousness is something which is always aware. Its ability to no, never goes away. If nothing is there, then you still know there is nothing to be known or I did not know anything. So that is the consciousness we are talking about. This consciousness only is revealed even by Upanishads, even Bhashakara, Shankara, Adi Shankara also. Says, he, he says that uh, Drishtehe dashta, drashtaram, like that. 
or in, in the Upanishad, even more detailed is there. Shrotrasya Shrotram, Manaso Manaha, Vachoha Vacham, Savu Pranasya Pranaha. So he is the ear of the ear, eye of the eye, mind of the mind, prana of the prana. Means what? Only this Chaitanyam is giving existence to everything and making things what they are really. But we confuse the, the qualities of these objects and superimpose them on ourselves and then suffer. So when you say, I am blind, the blindness is there in the Chaitanya, sorry, in the eyes, in the sense organ, not in the Chaitanya. Chaitanya is still seeing in the sense that it is the one which knows that the sense organ is not working. So that is why one of the first analysis or vichara we do is what? We always do a vichara or analysis. When we come to study Vedanta, first thing you have to learn to discriminate is between self and not self. What is self? What is I? What is not I? This has to be very clear. Now here the there is a very simple principle, correct? Whatever I know is a known object, correct? Whatever I know, whatever I see, whatever I know is not I. That's all is the principle. Now, can we apply this principle and get some clarity with reference to ourselves? Whatever I know is not I. I am only the knower of that, correct? The known object can never be the knower. The subject can never be the object. That's all. It is a very simple thing. So can we apply that now? So application of that is very simple. This laptop is not me. Why? As I am knowing this laptop as an object, this laptop is there, here. I know this laptop, so I am not this laptop, so no confusion. Next, this cloth is not me. I know this cloth, this cloth is there. I am even wearing it on top of my body. I am not this cloth. Cloth is an object. Until here, there is no confusion for anybody. <laughs> but as soon as it comes to the body, confusion starts, physical body onwards. I know this body, correct? I know this has nails, fingers, whatever, bones, muscles. But then I know the body. I can see it, I can feel it. But still I take it as I. This is where the confusion starts. Whatever you know is not you. It is not I. Whatever I know is not I. It's only an object of knowledge. It's an object of consciousness. I know the body, so I am not the body. And the qualities of the body are not my qualities. Is that clear? It's a very simple thing. But it is not that simple also because 
the conditioning is that all the time we have done vyavahara we have done transactions we have been living a life in this world taking the body as i so that confusion that mixing up goes a long way okay not only this lifetime many lifetimes so to overcome that is not simple but you can apply this simple analysis and you have to keep recollecting that any insight has to be repeated till the insight now becomes natural to you till now naturally you have been thinking you are the body but i know my body therefore i cannot be the body i know i am hungry therefore hunger is not in me because i know it i know i am thirsty i know the thirst means thirst is not in me because i know it as an object of my knowledge i know all my thoughts i know my emotions so even thoughts are all in the mind emotions are in mind but many times people don't have the objectivity to see their own emotions for what they are objectively you are not able to look at the emotion emotions overpower people that mixing up is so strong at that level in fact my guru pooja swami ji used to go one step further so he says he used to say very beautifully the worldly logic is i know sorrow okay therefore i am sorrowful but vedantic logic is what i know sorrow therefore i am not sorrowful understand that even sorrow sadness you know as an object therefore you are not sorrowful you are chaitanyam only you are consciousness which knows whatever may be the mood of your mind emotions in your mind everything is known to you it becomes evident to you you are the consciousness for which everything becomes evident you can never know yourself as an object that is the point here you know everything but you are always the subject you are the eternal subject but then how do i know that i do i exist how do i know means you don't have to know yourself as an object you don't have to use any means of knowledge to know yourself that's why you are self revealing and self existent reality all other things i have to use a means of knowledge like a sense organ or inference whatever different means of knowledge myself as a knower is implicit in every knowledge the knower has to be there already and knower's existence need not be known through any means of knowledge that's what we call swatasiddha swaprakashah 
स्वयं ज्योति ही सेल्फ रिवीलिंग सेल्फ एक्सिस्टेंट चैतन्यम सो इन एवरी काग्निशन आई एम द इनवेरिएबल आई एम आई एम इनफैक्ट इज द इनवेरिएबल सो वेन यू सी द लैपटॉप लैपटॉप कॉन्शियसनेस इज वेन यू सी द क्लॉथ क्लॉथ कॉन्शियसनेस इज when you see your body body consciousness is when you see your prana in, in terms of physiological processes thirst hunger hunger consciousness is thirst consciousness is when you see your own thoughts emotions thoughts consciousness is emotion emotion consciousness is even when you see sorrow sadness sorrow consciousness is sadness consciousness is this consciousness is is the invariable in each and every cognition which we miss in fact we are so much enamored by the object of knowledge we miss the obvious and take it for granted unless you come and study vedanta you don't even analyze yourself who you are really am i the same which i think i am that has to be analyzed always so i am this consciousness conscious being this in fact you can arrive at this knowledge you don't require even vedanta or veda for this anybody can arrive at this knowledge fundamentally i am a conscious being but where does veda come and add something to this so this conscious being still there are doubts are there many consciousnesses what is the nature of this consciousness will this consciousness die will it be destroyed did it was it born at some point in time so many questions are there is it limited so that's where vedanta as a pramana vedanta comes into the picture so vedanta comes and gives you an equation so one meaning of this swameva pratyaksham tattvamasi i gave you that you are that chaitanyam which is making each and every organ sense organ mind all of them what they are correct you you are that chaitanya that consciousness which makes them sentient and makes them function you are that consciousness which knows whether they are functioning or not but another meaning for this is you are pratyaksham here means can be seen as directly the manifestation direct manifestation pratyaksham we can know we can see what tattvamasi tattvamasi can be taken as an equation in itself so ganesha is the representation direct representation or manifestation of this tattvamasi equation how we will come to that but tattvamasi itself as an equation what does it mean because this tattvamasi appears nine times in the sixth chapter of chandogya upanishad where shwetaketu is the son of uddalaka shwetaketu is taught this truth 
this equation. So the Upanishad itself starts the teaching saying that Sadeva Somya Idamagre Asid Ekameva Dvitiyam, like that. And then it says that Sat is Satyam. And that Sat was the only you are, this Atma. Atma Tattva Masi, like that it is there. So Sadeva Somya Idamagre Asid means what? There, there, this existence alone was there, Sadvastu. Even before all this manifest world which we are cognizing, this manifest world with various objects in it, differentiated into so many different things. When this manifest world was unmanifest and undifferentiated, what was there means existence alone, Sat alone was there, Sat was Ekameva Dvitiyam, it alone, one and only, without a second, no differentiation, no manifestation of anything. Everything is there potentially, but no manifestation. That Sadvastu alone was there. And later on, that Sadvastu is the Karana. It is the cause of the appearance of this manifest world, which is differentiated into so many objects and things. But this world is nothing but names and forms. Because after talking about this Sadvastu, the Upanishad says, Vacharamanam Vikaro Namadheyam. So all these appearances are only names and forms. In fact, they are all names and names and names only. Namni Namani. Means in words, you find more words. You take, first you say, this is a cloth. Then what? Another name. No, no. Yarn is there. Yarns are there. So within, in the cloth, now cloth, cloth has become yarn. Within yarn, then again you go, no, no, this is this fiber is there, which makes up this yarn. This fiber is having all these molecules. These molecules are having all these atoms. These atoms are having all these protons, neutrons, electrons, and so on, so on and so forth. Okay. So names and names and names. And where do we end? You have to end with the observer. Okay. So it will go back to Chaitanya only, consciousness. So all this you see here is nothing but names and forms. The reality, the very existence of all these things is only that Sadvastu, that one and only without a second. So even when all these things are appearing, it doesn't change the nature of that Sattvastu. It still remains the same. Like even the clay is still clay. The gold is still gold. Whether you have made it into a bangle or a chain or a ring, gold is gold. The pawnbroker, you go to get some loan 
in some emergency with your gold chain or gold bangle all your gold jewelry for that person it doesn't matter what your jewelry is the pawn broker is a jnani pawn broker sees only gold correct the weight of the jewelry is the weight of the gold if you touch touch any of the jewelry you are touching gold in fact gold alone is really there all jewelry are simply names and forms even while these names and forms were not there gold is there even when the names and forms are there gold is there even when these names and forms become something else they resolve back into the gold gold will be there gold alone is satyam these are all only names and forms like that sadvastu alone is there that is satyam all that is appearing here as names and forms these are all mithya sadvastu alone is satyam satyam here means trikale api tishtati that which is there always without changing its nature yad rupena yen nischitam bhavati tad rupena tanna vyabicharati iti satyam like that bhashyakara in taitriya bhashya he gives a definition so in whichever way you have determined one vastu's nature from that nature it never never changes it is always like that only that is satyam which remains as it is in all three periods of time in fact that which is not even subjected to time that is the idea of that space and time are in which vastu okay that is satyam and that satyam is not separate from your atma yourself that sadvastu only is yourself because that satyam is also jnanam so when we say satyam and explain to you that that existence which is beyond space time because normally existence means sat means existence but existence we always understand as something in space time anything which exists in space time is all temporary it will go along with the space time itself but the existence we are talking about transcends space time space time is in which existence or which existence is giving its very existence to the space and time that existence we are talking about in fact the word existent we use as an adjective which itself is a is is a delusional usage of language i will say there is no existent part what is there really is party existence clay existence like that it's not existent gold it is goldy existence existence alone is really the names and forms are all coming and going they are all transient but whatever is there always we make it into adjective and the transient name and form we are making into a noun that is a great tragedy of language language is confusing you that way so this existence is it just a existence jada insentient no 
that vastu which is the karana for everything which we see here in which everything appears is jnanam it's not jadam but jnanam means it is not knowing in the sense that it's an activity of knowing it is knowing in the sense of now consciousness which is always there correct the consciousness which is always there and to which everything becomes evident if something is there it will become evident even if nothing is there that consciousness is still conscious only its nature never changes that's why it is satyam also satyam jnanam are all not different qualities of an object these words are all revealing words we say they reveal the same same thing but different words have to be used because there are confusions wrong notions which need to be resolved so when we say satyam we establish that this vastu is free from space time but still it exists when we say jnanam we say we establish that this vastu is of the nature of consciousness but it is not knowing in the sense like knowing through some kind of a operation of your mind it's not about not knowledge in that sense it is its very nature is sentiency consciousness awareness it's not some action that is its very nature and it is also anantam it has no limitations it is even though so many things appear all these things their very existence is from this satyam jnanam only this vastu which is satyam and jnanam it is also anantam because each and every object which you see in fact all these objects are they they get their very existence only from this vastu sadvastu in fact it is the meaning of all the words and it is not and it is not the meaning of any one word that's how we have to understand that correct because it is if it becomes the meaning of any one word it will become limited so it is not the meaning of any one word yato vacho nivartante upanishad taitri upanishad beautifully says yato vacho nivartante from which words written back why because it is not the meaning of any one word this vastu cannot be denoted by any one word if if it becomes the meaning of that word alone then it will become limited but it is the meaning of all words in fact every word really means that only that's why it is ananta apraapya manasasaha along with the mind also the words cannot denote it and mind cannot objectify it in fact due to which mind itself functions as mind how can mind objectify that it is that chaitanya because of which mind is mind because of which eyes are eyes because of which ears are ears which knows whether your mind is 
functioning or not your sense organs are functioning or not that chaitanyam we are talking about so that cannot be objectified by the mind that's why mind also cannot objectify then does it mean i cannot know <laughs> if it is not the meaning of any word if it cannot be objectified by the mind what do i do is there anything like that means it is there correct that is yourself the self cannot be objectified it is always the eternal subject that's how we started correct you are that self which cannot be objectified by the mind you are that chaitanyam and you are not separate from the other chaitanyam which we talked about as the jagat karanam the sadvastu there is only one chaitanyam ekam eva dvitiyam and that is not separate from yourself if the sadvastu is the is the karana for everything if it is all pervasive if it gives its very existence to everything it cannot leave you out in fact yourself is not separate from that sadvastu we are talking about so that is the equation the tattva masi is really an equation which initially looks very contradictory correct every equation has to have apparent contradiction then only there is a meaning in talking about an equation an equation is never 1 equal to 1 or 2 equal to 2 that is obvious correct you don't require an equation for that e is equal to mc square is a big equation why because it is in fact very counter intuitive correct how can energy be matter they are two different things totally but that equation is there in physics or some simple equation also we can take always in an equation the left hand side and right hand side have to at least look different and then we have to arrive at the identity that is the whole idea of the equation when you understand the equation then you have arrived at the identity so even 3 minus 2 equal to 5 minus 4 now 3 minus 2 might look, might look different for a child some other two symbols are there 3 2 minus 5 minus 4 5 is different 4 is different how both are equal means a teacher can show put three things on the table remove two one is there put five things on the table remove four one is there so both are identical so there is there is apparent contradiction but we can arrive at the identity and understand so tat here is jagat karanam brahma it is the cause of this entire world sadvastu ekameva dvitiyam which was there and which has then become this entire manifest world that is this sadvastu but this sadvastu also is chit it is jnanam it is not jadam and if you say there is only one chaitanyam 
and then that is your chaitanya only yourself there is no other chaitanya that's the things here so it is easy to understand in one way you are that chaitanyam like even in a dream world you create the entire dream world and become an individual in that also like that you are doing vyavahara here you can take this as ishwara's dream but there is only one chaitanya yourself is that chaitanyam that consciousness there are no two consciousnesses so this equation looks very contradictory because tat jagat karanam is presented as all knowing all pervasive all powerful all glories belong to that all wealth belong to that ishwara as jagat karanam so how can i be that if you say you are that jagat karanam ishwara how can i be that ishwara i am small small knowing i have only little power little knowledge how can i be all knowing all powerful all pervasive ishwara i am only there in this body so this is the confusion or this is the apparent contradiction so is the veda then a valid means of knowledge what is veda saying how can this be equal is it not contradicting my experience in the world my perception whatever perceptual knowledge i gain it only reinforces that i am not all the objects which i am seeing here so perceptually sense perception perception is only talking about dvaita duality or multiplicity is not the veda coming and talking some nonsense how can we take veda as a valid means of knowledge here and you people also say that even if 100 shrutis come and say fire is cold we will not accept so veda cannot come and just like that say something which is all the time being negated by my sense perception how can i understand this means here we have to understand one thing <coughs> the sense perception is not contradicting what the veda is saying the sense perception is reporting to you whatever is reporting it is reporting is fine it is talking about the the sense perception the sense senses are revealing to you the qualities of all the things around you of all the objects but perception cannot reveal the dharmi that is the point here so the dharma if you take the qualities ishwara's qualities are all knowing all pervasive etc your qualities according to your perception is small knowing small only pervading my body small 
physically. So the dharma, there is no equality there. That is the apparent contradiction. Then where is the equality? Where is the identity? So the identity is in the dharmi, <clears throat> the one who has these qualities. So the one who has the quality of all-knowing, all-pervasive, all-powerful, what is the nature of that one? Satyam, Jnanam, Anantam, Anandam, all these words are used. Satyam, Jnanam, Anantam, Anandam. What about yourself? Aham asmi, I am correct, I exist. Everybody knows about one's own existence. We don't have to use any means of knowledge, I told you. I am, aham asmi, then what? Sadabhami, all the time, I know. Everything is becoming evident to me. Even if nothing is there, I know that I did not know anything. So I am this consciousness to whom everything is becoming, becoming evident all the time. And even if there is no space-time, I know that I did not know anything. In deep sleep, I did not know anything. The mind resolved, space-time resolved, but I was there, correct? I slept. So I, 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 that I is, I as a conscious being is invariable. I was baby, I was a young man, I am there now, I will be there. I am the waker, I was the dreamer, I was the sleeper when I did not know anything. But I know now that I slept well. This I, 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 I is the invariable. It is the invariable in every cognition also. It is the invariable when I look back, when I look forward, whichever way I look at right now also, I is there as a conscious being. So ahamasmi sadabhami, all the time I am shining. Everything becomes evident to me. I am that conscious being who is aware of everything. Everything becomes evident to me. And I am always what? Kadachin naham apriyaha. I never become not likable. Everything is only for me, correct? For the, for the sake of me only, everything is there. For my pleasure, for my liking, to please me. So everything else is conditionally loved. But I alone is unconditionally loved because everything else, else is there for I. So that is why I am never uh, kadachit naham apriyaha 
अहम अप्रियम नेवर अनलवबल करेक्ट बिकॉज एवरीथिंग इज ओनली फॉर द सेक ऑफ मी इफ आई फील दट समाउ दिस लाइफ इज नॉट गुड इन पीपल इवन टेक अवे देर लाइफ बट देर ऑल्सो द आई इट इज फॉर देर सेक ओनली इवन दट इज so this i i i is never unlovable it is the one which is unconditionally loved always and that is why it is it has to be the source of all happiness correct whichever is unconditionally loved even whatever is conditionally loved you think it is a source of happiness joy and all that but what about the one which is unconditionally always loud that is the source of all happiness and therefore i am ananda swarupa i am ananda also ananda means here that which is always loud means that should not have any lack that alone can be loud something which is wanting can never be loud something which is lacking in something so this ananda is really ananta that which lacks nothing that which is not wanting that which is always complete purnaha that which is a whole that which can never be divided into pieces see our sense of i is always complete it it is not that i am half i quarter i even though people have body consciousness let us say if somebody does not have one leg that person does not become only three fourths human being or anything right even according to law if one guy kills another guy the that other guy did not have a leg then will he get only three fourths sentence because no no you only killed three fourths of that person it's not like that a human being is always a whole my sense of i self is always complete that way it is a whole there is no division in that that's the reality in fact i am always complete person that's my reality i am i am always aware and i am always complete and unconditionally loved therefore i am ananda swarupa therefore aham brahmasmi because brahman also is same satyam jnanam anantam anandam that's how the upanishads it is upanishadam brahma correct brahman can only be known through upanishads through the veda now veda is revealing the nature of brahman as satyam jnanam anantam that is its very nature that is the swarupa satyam jnanam anantam are the swarupa lakshana the words which reveal the nature of brahman and those words apply to me also it reveals my nature therefore my nature is not separate or different from the nature of brahman and there is only one such vastu means i am that there is an identity the wave is small 
it is born it dies the ocean is there always but as water wave and ocean are one and the same the nature of ocean is water the nature of the wave also is water so the dharmi is one and the same dharma they can be different ocean is vast big wave is small but dharmi is the same correct so the pratyaksha pramana is only reporting to you the dharma the qualities but what about the one who has those qualities that the pratyaksha cannot reveal pratyaksha itself is objective knowledge correct it is only reporting to you the objects but what about the nature of all these objects and what about the nature of the subject that sense perception has no uh, it doesn't have access to that it is not its field of revelation and inference also is based on sense perception inference also has no access to this so it has to be revealed only by the veda and veda is not contradicting your perception or inference perception and inference are revealing something totally different they are revealing to you the qualities of the objects this objective world but they cannot reveal you the nature of this objective world neither the nature of the subject which is one and the same that is what the shruti has to come and reveal that the veda has to come and reveal to me so the field of revelation of the veda is totally different and what it is revealing is not really contradicting what the sense perception is revealing to us so that is the equation that is the identity one has to understand tat is jagat karanam brahma but this jagat karanatvam itself is mithya it is only with reference to the world when the world itself is looked upon as names and forms and only an appearance mithya then the jagat karanatvam the, the status of being the cause of this entire world itself is only an appearance in brahman the real nature of brahman is satyam jnanam anantam anandam similarly all this body mind sense complex it's only an appearance these are all names and forms my very nature is chaitanya i am a conscious being who is self existent self revealing and also who self is the most loved unconditionally loved so my swarupa also is ananda swarupa and therefore there is an identity between myself and this jagat karanam brahma if we look at our nature this is what is called bhagatyaga lakshana you have to leave out all this contradictory uh, whatever you see contradictory correct that is apparent contradictions you have to leave out and then there is an identity essential identity is there that is what one has to understand that is this equation so this mahavakya it is called in fact mahavakya great equation we can say because it is it is teaching you the limitless 
you are the limitless the one which is the cause of this entire world is you it's the same chaitanya there is only one chaitanya one consciousness which is appearing as this individual which is also appearing as the cause of this entire world there is only one but there is only one water which is appearing as ocean which is also appearing as the wave the total and the individual all these things are only appearances the their nature is only one which is chaitanya which is consciousness that is the teaching now how is ganapati how is ganapati a representation of this teaching ganapati alone is a representation of this teaching like that one commentator argues not even not other devatas are not really a representation of this teaching ganapati alone is omkara swarupa and also a, a visible representation of this teaching therefore ganapati upasana is the best like that a ganapati bhakta is arguing so what is the reason he gives he says ganapati is gajavaktara correct gaja means elephant so he has elephant head human body so here this elephant gajaha so how do they look at this gajaha so our people are very inventive in giving all this uh, etymologies see even guru guru purnima is tomorrow so guru also we say gukaras tvandhakaro vai rukaran rukarastan nivartakaha so andhakara niroditvat guru ritya bhidiyate so gu means andhakara i don't know really in any none of the dictionary we have gu as andhakara but that is the traditional understanding so gu means darkness ru means the one which removes that darkness and guru is the one who removes our ignorance self ignorance so that's why we call guru as guru like this here gajaha ga means what samadhinai yoginaha gachanti tatra so all the yogis yogis reach where this nirgunam brahma reach really means means understand that's all where everything resolves all duality is resolved and you understand yourself as you are nirgunam brahma that is ga gachanti iti ga gachanti here means understand gam dhatu also means to know correct not only to reach or get even the word get in english is used for knowing i get it did you get it and all we ask so gaha means this nirgunam brahma is called gaha but what about the world means don't worry from this ga this nirgunam brahma only this world is appearing correct like even even a reflection appears out of the original 
so this whole world is nothing but an appearance in this brahman so gaha ga means gachanti iti gaha that is the brahman and jayante iti jaha from which all this entire world has come about is born so gajaha so gajaha means what sarva karanam brahma like this they given etymology gajaha so the gajamukha the elephant head elephant represents sarva karanam brahma jagat karanam brahma then what about the human body human body represents naraha human being an individual and in ganapati what do we see we see an identity of both we see an aikyam both are there correct gajamukha is there but human body also is there both are one and the same both are in one both are really really only one so when you see ganapati ganapati is very form is a representation of this tattvamasi equation the elephant head really means sarva karanam brahma the human body represents the individual jiva and jiva and brahman are one and the same there is an identity and the ganapati form gajanana form is a representation of this equation you are the only devata who is a direct representation of this teaching tomeva pratyaksham tattvamasi like this you whenever i look at you this teaching alone i am seeing in fact that's what you have to see as a student of vedanta for us ganapati is the visual representation of tattvamasi this teaching the elephant face gajaha represents both nirgunam and saguna brahma the human body is jiva and both are there in one form they both are one only aikya is there ganapati why should it not be human face and elephant body also there <laughs> this question also is asked that is because brahman is utkrishtam jagat karanam is is higher and jiva individual is lower because jiva is limited that is why face has to be always face is utkrishtam correct it is higher so face has to be elephant face body has to be human body and that is the form of ganapati and that ganapati is the direct visual representation of this teaching tattvamasi this equation and that you are you are that direct representation of this great equation that's what the first sentence is saying tvameva pratyaksham tattvamasi so other things we'll see immediately afterwards is tattvamasi itself is further elaborated we'll see all that next week
ಓಂ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದಃ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾತಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ